we'd like to welcome you back to our emergency freedom alerts for August 24th, 2020. This is our fourth part, probably going to have a fourth and a fifth part today. Uh, this is my second day of recording because I couldn't get it all in the first day. So, uh, next report is Goodyear Tire declares zero tolerance for anyone who supports America, law enforcement, or Trump. Now, they've, they've tried to um, smooth this over, but the damage is done, and they've owned up and even admitted that this is real. Goodyear has admitted it, but they've given all these other justifications for it. They're openly endorsing Black Lives Matter terrorism and um, the uh, LGBT movement, which, if you if you endorse that, you're also endorsing the um, the child mutilation where they're where they're encouraging these children at the earliest possible ages to get their genitals cut off or modified or whatever they're doing, you know, to, you know, a boy becomes a girl, girl becomes a boy. So you have to own all that if, if, if you're going to be part of that movement. And now it's increasingly becoming where they're going to add that P on the end of it, which stands for pedophile. And I think it's great. I really do, because I would rather them own up to everything and own up to the pedophilia and, and all of the other stuff. They, they also should have a CS on the end of it, and that stands for child sacrifice. Because most of them anyway are, would be absolutely rabidly pro-abortion at the same time. I mean, if, you, if you're part of LGBT, if you're rabid on that, you're going to be part of the abortion industry. It all goes hand in hand because it's, at the end of the day, it's all team evil. And evil recognizes evil and it loves when it sees evil. So I think they should have the CS on the end for child sacrifice as well after the pedophile, after the P for the pedophile. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, why not do it right if you're going to do it at all? So this is from Mike Adams. The Goodyear Tire Company, a prominent U.S. manufacturer of tires and industrial products, has declared a zero-tolerance policy for anyone who supports America, law enforcement. At the same time, the company bans Blue Lives Matter um, messages on shirts, but openly allows Black Lives Matter terrorist support and LGBT messaging that promotes child mutilations in the name of progressivism. Goodyear is just one of the latest U.S. corporations that openly hate America and promotes terrorist groups and that are burning down America's cities and destroying the rule of law, or basically tacitly going along with that. I mean, when you have all the all the people in pro sports and pro football, I know, not, not hockey, but pro football, pro basketball, whatever, a lot of in baseball, all openly taking knees for Black Lives Matter whenever the national anthems, you know, then you're going along with that. You're going along to get along so you get your paycheck and you remain politically correct and you don't rock the boat. You know? And it's just this slow, um, really it's not even slow anymore, <laughs> this fast-progressing degeneration of America that we're seeing in front of our very eyes. Now, here's a screenshot of what got out from Goodyear and Goodyear has owned up to this, okay? And it has zero tolerance at the top of it. And then it has one team with a Goodyear symbol on the other side. And this is a, like a screenshot of a, uh, I don't know if this is a screenshot of, of, a, of a PowerPoint presentation at Goodyear. This is in Topeka, Kansas, Goodyear. And it says zero tolerance. Here's what's acceptable, though. Black Lives Matter, okay, Total terrorist organization burning down America. 
committing all kind of atrocities and crimes ran by three high-level African witches that basically do voodoo, voodoo witchcraft spells in order to give Black Lives Matter more power. Just covered that last week. And then this is another thing acceptable. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender pride. Now here's what's unacceptable at Goodyear. Blue Lives Matter, which are like the cops, and then All Lives Matter is unacceptable because all lives obviously don't matter. MAGA attire, which is Trump, you know. Now, when Trump got wind of this, I saw his tweet. The only thing he mentioned was boycott Goodyear because they 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 you they boycotted MAGA hats and MAGA attire. I didn't hear him mention anything about anything else. All he cared about was the MAGA tire. Just like with the vaccine thing, all he cares about is the fact that he thinks it's going to hurt his re-election if he doesn't get the vaccine out, if we're to believe that lie. But again, what does that all boil back to? Trump's narcissism. It, it, he doesn't care about the other stuff, as long as. but if they're banning MAGA tire, oh, you know, he's going to go nuts. And then politically affiliated slogans are material oh i guarantee you if you had biden or or camilla harris or whatever that they they would let that slide for sure so the bible says one of them would call evil good and good evil woe unto them that justifieth the wicked and condemneth the just as well and this is what they're doing they're justifying the wicked at goodyear and condemning the just that's their that's their policy now now they they tried to you know cover this up and everything else the image currently going viral on social media features a goodyear employee diversity training program slide showing blue lives matter on basically what i just described you no doubt goodyear probably also supports the general mutilation of children chopping up babies born alive and the communist revolution against the united states of america i looked into this okay before i brought this out goodyear a goodyear spokesperson melissa monaco did not dispute the image and there's a link to where she's not disputing it but reasserted the company's commitment to fostering an inclusive and respectful workplace in the statement how's that inclusive you're you're leaving out a whole swath of people probably dare i say i mean hopefully over 50 percent of the people that would work at goodyear I don't know maybe i'm wrong how is that that's the opposite of of inclusive that is imposing your jackboot devil theology on other people and calling that inclusive no it's the exact opposite actually you're calling evil good and good evil and respectful yeah that's real respectful to those other things you've banned so it's all this Orwellian doublespeak. And then she says, as part of this commitment, we do allow our associates to express their support on racial injustice. Even though the vast amount of racial injustice that, that's occurring right now, and I've documented this over and over again, is black on white crime, regarding if you really want to look at the races, okay, 40 to 1, you're 40 times more likely to be attacked by a black man than vice versa as a white man. 40 times. FBI's own statistics. I've given the statistics before. But see, I'm a racist for saying that. 
got called out this week from from one of my uh, black listeners on that. Uh, you know, again, I'm I'm the racist. I'm this. I'm that, and all this other stuff. And I'm like, because I point out truth, I'm a racist. I love my black listeners. I've said that before. I've had a lot of black th- friends through the years. Okay, love them. Absolutely love them. But if some injustice is occurring to the white race or the black race or the Asians or whoever, I'm going to point it out. But again, I can't do that as a white guy because that automatically makes me racist in their eyes. I can't point out all the statistics that are easily verifiable because I'm racist if I do that. Well, I don't really care. Because my life is not a popularity contest. And while I'm not trying to offend any demographic at all, I'm going to point out the truth if it's easily verifiable. And when I, and when I say, when I, when I cite black statistics, I'm not talking to my black listeners. I'm not, I'm not lumping them into that classification at all. Just like I'm not part of like, let's say, uh, statistics about white people that commit crimes. I'm not in that demographic at all. Okay. So always there's exceptions to everything, you know, and a lot of time and many times there's large swaths of people that are exceptions to certain things within a specific race. Just like I don't, I when it comes to the Jewish thing, I do not throw the baby out with the bathwater. I do not ignore all the verses in the New Testament about the Jews, that they're still beloved for the Father's sake. Okay, but their blind blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles come in. But we're not to boast against the wild um, olive branches, the Bible says in Romans, which are the which they were in reference to the Jews. There's I've done tons of studies on that but there is a sect of them that are of the synagogue of satan that are kabbalah practicing talmud loving jesus christ hating jews that are pretty much at the top of the food chain that are pretty much wanting to absolutely destroy the white races and i've said this before out of their own mouths it's their plan they've said it not me i've played the quotes from them and i'm not going to apologize for that that's them doing it but no, 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 I'm a racist if I point that out too. So this is the most unpolitically correct ministry probably on the planet. Just so you know, if you're a new listener. Political correctness is typically totally of Satan. And that's why I don't adhere to it. All I care about is the truth, getting the truth out there. And the truth's pretty easy to find nowadays. It's so out in the open. Evil's so flagrantly out in the open anymore. It's just like, you know, so simple and easy to find. My job's easy. My biggest problem is trying to find the time to do six, or now we might be looking at an eight-hour study for this one I'm doing right now. I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. But um, let's see here. So, I want to read this quote from her again. As part of the commitment, we do allow our associates to express their support on racial injustice. Oh, I guarantee you, if it was an associate that had the exact opposite, this is what's banned. Black Lives Matter. 
lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans. They, oh no, no, no! That, that uh, hold on. You said in your statement that as part of this commitment, we allow our associates to express their support on racial injustice. Well, what if I view it the exact opposite way, which is actually the correct way? Because Black Lives Matter is a satanic organization run by voodoo high priestesses that are bent on, you know, destroying America. Actually, the way I'm seeing it is actually correct. It's the way I believe that God would see it as well because it's just a matter of right and wrong, okay? This isn't a gray area with Black Lives Matter. But, oh, no, 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 that wouldn't, that wouldn't do it all. So, you're going to own all this good year. You're going to own every bit of it. Because she's saying right here, we, we allow them to express their support on racial injustice and other equity issues, but ask them to refrain from workplace expressions. Well, that didn't work out so good this time, did it? And you know what? I guarantee you that if this hadn't got out to the public, you wouldn't hear a thing about it. Not a, not a peep. They would have all known about it at the higher up, sure. But they're told stand down, even if they don't like it. And then Goodyear's full responses listed here by the by the president. No, you're going to own it all. Don't buy Goodyear tires. Note that Goodyear also makes the following brands of tires: Fulda, Dunlop, Sava, Kelly Tires, and Debica. And here's their 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 um, logos for all these different tires. Um, you can con contact Goodyear via their contact page here. There's a link here I, I list, and then here's their phone numbers. I buy the, the the best tires I've ever bought are Hankook. H-A-N-K-O-O-O-K, I believe. They're the best tires I've ever bought. They're competitively priced. You're going to pay a little bit more for them. They're not a garbage tire. You're, you get what you pay for. They're by far the best tires I've ever owned. Got them on my vehicle and Taylor's vehicle now. They're amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Um, they are just it's such a solid feeling tire when you drive on it and they last so long compared to something like goodyear you have to understand it's like anything else it, it, these companies are made to put out products that wear out so you have to buy more okay so let's go further now i had a lot of people emailing me about this 700 million bill gates genetically engineered mosquitoes are being released in florida and texas despite environmental opposition so just more of the absolute total satanic insanity everywhere we turn. Beginning next year, millions of genetically modified mosquitoes will be released in the Florida Keys and in Houston. Texas, in a fake attempt to battle insect-borne diseases such as, oh, Houston, Texas, I'm sorry, in an attempt to battle insect, the fake, a fake attempt to battle insect-borne diseases such as Zika and Dengue fever, which are such a huge problem here in America. The Zika virus and Dengue fever Oh, yeah, they're huge, huge problem here in America. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, or EPA, plans on starting the project on World Mosquito Day, which is Thursday, August 20th. Now, I don't know if that means they're going to start releasing them. It says beginning next year here. So I don't know. I guess they're going to start breeding the mosquitoes August 20th, which was four days ago. The EPA approved a British biotechnology company that develops GMO insects, genetically modified organism insects. So they're Franken mosquitoes, okay? 
to assist in insect control called Oxitec to and called Oxitec to run the project. The concept is that all male genetically modified mosquitoes uh, named OX5034 carry a special gene that kills any female offspring produced by the GMO insects. Yeah, right, because I believe Satan that he would never ever do us wrong with these GMO insects they'll be releasing by the millions or whatever, billions or whatever it is. Because male mosquitoes are the only ones that bite humans for blood, this would hypo hypothetically limit the threat they pose to public health. However, not everyone sees the experiment as safe and effective way to try to limit the transmission of two viruses that pose a minimal threat to Americans in the first place. Uh, International Center for Technology Assessment and Center for Food Safety Policy Director Jaden Hansen compared the trial to a film this trial they're running with the mosquitoes to the film Jurassic Park. He said, with all the urgent crises facing our nation in the state of Florida, the COVID-19 pandemic, racial injustice, climate change, okay, whatever. The administration has used ta tax dollars and government resources for a Jurassic Park experiment, he stated. Now the Monroe County Mosquito Control District has given the final permission needed. What could possibly go wrong? We don't know because the EPA unlawfully refused to seriously analyze the environmental risks. Oh, of course they did because they're bought and paid for. Now without further review of the risk, the experiment can proceed. The release of genetically engineered mosquitoes will needlessly put Floridians in the environment and endangered species at risk in the midst of a pandemic, said Dana Perils, food and technology program manager at Friends of, of the Earth. This approval is about maximizing Oxitec's profits, not about pre the pressing need to address mosquito-borne diseases. Of course. It's always about the money. So let's go ahead and play this brief video regarding this. I think it's brief. Not too long. Thanks for tuning in. Bill Gates once said he is more afraid of a mosquito than a shark. While this does sound ridiculous on his face, given the fact that a shark could literally rip a human to shreds in a few seconds, mosquitoes are much more deadly statistically due to the diseases they can transmit. Actually, mosquitoes are considered to be the most deadly animal in the world, despite the fact that they're an insect, with roughly one million deaths attributed to mosquito bites every year, give or take. Now, a couple years ago, during the big Zika scare here in the U.S., a company called Oxitec wanted to release genetically modified mosquitoes into the wild in Florida. This was part of a campaign funded by Bill Gates to reduce the population of mosquitoes by essentially sterilizing... Always funded by Bill Gates. And that last report didn't even get into that. ...sterilizing the male mosquitoes so they could not reproduce with the female mosquitoes, thus crashing the population of mosquitoes, right? Now, the idea of population control is not new, as you can see. And in fact, it's a very popular idea in some circles, primarily amongst eugenicists. This is an ideology that Bill Gates has suggested, at the very least, be carried out on the human population through new vaccines, healthcare, and reproductive services. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out Per this is Satan talking, Bill Gates. ...of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. 
Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15. Reproductive health services, that's abortion. Vaccinations, that's another way to depopulate the planet. And healthcare, another main way they're depopulating the planet through the medical pharma cartel. So he's saying that's, that's one of the primary ways they're going to depopulate the earth. So the modern-day medical system, which includes the vaccinations and the abortion clinics and all the other ways they're, they're aborting uh, babies or preventing them from being born. Because so much of the birth control, and particularly the, women, the birth control that women take, the hormonal birth control, the pill, the patch, uh, those types of things are a hormonal type of birth control and those can be abortifactive in nature meaning you can have the sperm uniting with the egg which is conception which is where life begins okay but the problem with the hormonal types of birth control is they do not allow the successful implantation of that fertilized egg into the uterus because by virtue of their hormonal types of birth control, they, the, they create an environment in the uterus that is not conducive for the fertilized egg to implant itself in the uterus where it will grow for the nine months. It's not hospitable. So the baby is aborted. Okay. Now, that's something that I've never heard any other ministry ever mention, what I just said. But I would say that the amount of abortions that actually occur in women's wombs unknowingly because they're taking the pill, the patch, or whatever kind of hormonal birth control, or, or the IUDs, I mean, that's just abortion, you know, that does the same thing, okay? You're turning your womb into an abortion factory, potentially, okay? So it's like a child sacrifice abortion factory in your own body. And I'm sorry, but that's what's potentially happening with those things that I just mentioned. I mean, are you, are you, what is it, are you 84 uh, morning after pill? That's just overt, okay? But again, I'm not supposed to talk about that because that might offend too many people. And I'm not saying it because I'm trying to browbeat my female listeners that might have gone that route. But I want you to be aware of this so that you're not destroyed for lack of knowledge. So that you're not ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of you. You can always go to God. You're, you're literally, repentance is only, you know, three feet away, hitting your knees and repenting to God. It's always available, okay? I do it all the time, okay? So I'm not judging anybody, okay? So we, we, we need to go to God every day. Because unless you're living in sinless perfection, you know, then I guess you don't need to then. But the Bible says if we say we have no sin, we're deceived and, or, you know, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us, according to 1 John chapter 1. Okay. Now that doesn't give us a license to sin either. Okay. We should strive for perfection, but knowing that we're living in a very, very imperfect, sin filled world and that we're going to mess up. From time to time <laughs> some more than others and i'm probably one of the chief like paul said am i like the chiefest of all sinners or whatever it's not like you wear it as a badge of honor but i don't want to go around acting like i'm mr perfect either with my you know i need to straighten up my halo and i'm so wonderful so i'm not i'm not saying any of that to 
browbeat any of my listeners. But I'm telling you that if that's the case, and I've done this, just key in contraception in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, key in that term. And then there's another one, biblical sexual prohibitions. I mean, that's a big one that people don't know about. Yeah, I mean, do you realize the true definition of sodomy as it was known all the way into probably the early 1900s was any type of sex that was um, non-male to female copulation, like in order to make a baby. It wasn't just two guys with one another, like in Sodom and Gomorrah, which is where we get the word sodomy. The true definition of sodomy is actually broader than that. It encompasses oral sex you know, in, in that type of stuff. So you need to get educated on that as well because you could be bringing curses on your marriage, on your family, by just those two things I mentioned, which are whoppers in God's eyes because, you know, you could be involving yourself in child sacrifice, not knowing it. You could be involving yourself in sexual sins and not even knowing it. You're not aware of it. You're being destroyed for lack of knowledge and bringing a curse on your life and you're not even aware so I'm here to bring out those really, really hard truths in this ministry that are very, very extremely unpopular that you'll, dare I say, never hear at, at a normal church. And it doesn't make me better. I'm just saying I've been in churches for a long time. Different types, a whole bunch of different types. You know, Lutheran middle school, Catholic high school, uh, got saved back in... 1994 at the start of it it was kind of introduced into the really pentecostal and then hardcore charismania and then the exact polar opposite independent fundamental um king james only unincorporated baptist church i mean i've been the full gamut and i've never seen these what i'm mentioning to you both of those things ever talked about in any of those churches and they're huge issues to god but you just don't hear them. So you can key in sexual prohibitions or biblical sexual prohibitions and or contraception. They're two different studies I've done. They're older, but see, I've, I've covered those bases so I don't keep recovering them now because it's it would be redundant. Okay, so um, anyway, let's let Bill talk more. And now over the last few years, Gates has been openly funding population control campaigns, but... In this case, mosquitoes are the target, and of course it's always to benefit mankind and eradicate uh, mosquito transmissible diseases, right? Everybody hates mosquitoes, so yeah, uh, okay, why not, right? Now, to make a long story short, the 2018 campaign was met with fierce resistance from locals in Florida because, you know, they didn't want or like the idea of genetically modified mosquitoes being let loose in their neighborhoods, and to be honest with you, I can't say that. Oh, come on. Them. Now, ultimately, the GM mosquitoes were released in some other countries in South America and a few other places, and later they were eventually even let loose in some areas of Florida. Yeah, they were. I mean, they've done this before in Florida. And now, despite all the public, public... I don't think they probably got the desired effect, because I believe a lot of people were praying against that, because I was, I was trying to sound the alarm, and I'm sure others were too. So, remember, God can always throw monkey wrenches into whatever Satan's planning. And that's what I'm, you know trying so hard to sound the alarm on what we're facing in the next from now until the end of the year in particular uh, because it's some really dark stuff but god's still greater outrage 
And now Oxitec, which has received over $7 million from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, is at it again. And this time, they have received authorization from the EPA under an experimental use permit to release millions of genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida and Texas. So it's all Bill Gates providing the money to Oxitec. Okay, so just so we know, that wasn't even stated in the report I just said to you. That's why I wanted to play this video. To let you know this is Bill Gates. And he's he is one person I would actually... You know, if, if you're going to have five different evil people in the world on your prayer list, he needs to be in the top five. Okay, Bill and Melinda. Uh, Belinda and Mel Gates, because I, I believe there's enough proof out there to show that Bill is a, is a female and, and has been. And um, M Melinda is a male. I mean, look at his face. Partic particularly now. Before, I, I don't know if it's because he's aged or whatever, but man, it looks like a guy with a wig on. I mean, it is so flagrant and so obvious now. And this is what they want. They want the most disgusting, deranged, evil people at the top of the food chain because they know there's nothing they would not do. A transgender is, is at the top of the abomination list, I believe, in God's eyes. Okay? Because they've taken it to, to the farthest degree they can take it. They said, no, I'm not, I'm not born a boy. I'm a man. Or I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm sorry. And I'm going to chop everything off and become a woman well you're defying god to the highest degree that you can do that and those people will be the most susceptible obviously to total demon possession and doing the bidding and work of satan now this seems like the perfect time to conduct an experiment on not only mosquitoes but also the environment and the human population itself due to the fact that the environmental protection agency the epa issued sweeping suspension of its enforcement of environmental laws back in March of this year, telling companies that they would not need to meet environmental standards during the coronavirus outbreak. With these rolled back regulations, uh, they, come, they have no expiration date on them, basically. They're open-ended and would allow any number of industries to essentially skirt environmental laws uh, with the agency saying that it will not, quote, seek penalties for not compliance with routine monitoring and reporting obligations. In other words, hey, you you know, we're just going to go ahead and trust you guys to do the right thing, right? Don't worry about it. Because of the coronavirus, we're just going to hang back. Now, while many people may be unaware of this program due to, well, let's say uh, you might be out of a job uh, or, the you know, the economy is failing, the country's in flames, the media is nonstop uh, promoting this fear porn of the virus, and now we have massive civil unrest all over this country and it's spreading to other countries so you know if you haven't heard about this i, I can't say i blame you now there is a public forum on oxitec's uh, recent permit application which garnered a little over thirty-one thousand comments opposing the release of these genetically modified mosquitoes and only 56 in support of it as of june and, 3rd, and again should this be like a, an issue that people vote on like a governmental issue it, it's almost like it's not it's, it's not that we just say it's okay because we're your new overlords and we really don't care what anybody's saying. Even though, you know, we've got 99.9% .9 of all the comments negative. But it doesn't really matter. We're going to unleash these GMO mosquitoes in your area. And we really don't care about if you don't like it or not. That's basically what they're saying. 20. Now, the EPA is supposed to take into consideration all of these comments during the review process. But we'll see what happens, right? Because, hey, money talks. Now, on a somewhat related side note, 
to put it mildly, Bill Gates has also been funding research into genetically modified mosquitoes to be able to deliver vaccines. Oh! Now, I'm not saying that this is what they are doing here, but at the same mm. time, how do we really know, to be honest? Exactly. Because where's the oversight? Yeah. The EPA already... Now, announced- again, Bill Gates is going to impose these genetically modified mosquitoes. What if he goes for the two-for-one special? And says, well, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and put the vaccines in the mosquitoes, the GMO mosquitoes, the double vaccine, and, and give it to you all. And we don't really care if you don't like it. We're going to give it to you and, and, and you just shut up and, and take it. And your, your DNA will be modified, sure, but it's, it's for the best. We need transhumanism that they're rolling back the regulations due to the coronavirus so who is monitoring these experiments i guess we're just supposed to uh take these uh, companies at their word right because we can all trust corporations and biotech companies and bill gates you know you know at their word we can trust them right because they have i'm sure they have the environment and the public's best interests in mind right now again i'm not saying that they are releasing these mosquitoes to vaccinate people right now but as we can see here on the clinicaltrials.gov website, the U.S. Army Medical Research and Development Command conducted a study on immunization via mosquito bite with radiation-attenuated sporozytes. I'm not sure how you say that. Sporozytes. In collaboration with Seattle Children's Research Institute and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and the site was updated as recently as last September, and it... This study included 54 different participants and even has a timeline of adverse reactions to the experiment. In other words, people who were involved in the experiment who had bad reactions to the mosquito-delivered vaccine, okay? Now, this research has been going on for years. As we can see here in a 2017 article, mosquitoes are the new syringe question mark. Seattle lab nibbles at malaria vaccine. Now, of course, we know that Bill Gates has been uh, trying to eradicate malaria throughout Africa for a long time. He's been working on vaccines for a long time. They don't have one. And they're also working on uh, creating, engineering mosquitoes to be able to deliver vaccines, okay? This program was originally funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation ended their support for this research uh, after volunteers got infected with the very disease they were trying to prevent, okay? But the Department of Defense paid for the most recent trial and the National Institute of Health funded the next one. And that is according to this 2017 report. So, you know, who knows what's happened since then. This is just the very uh, surface here of this rabbit hole. Now, Bill Gates and the U.S. government are not the only ones exploring this next generation of vaccine delivery using mosquitoes. Japanese scientists are also getting in on the fun, if you want to call it that, as they hope to turn mosquitoes into flying vaccinators. So, you know, how do you get around the vaccine hesitant or the anti-vaxxers, right? These filthy devil insects that spread disease like no other. And they're going to use these for vaccinators. I mean, this just shows you how wicked and evil the world system has devolved into. Bill Gates has openly stated time and time again he wants to vaccinate nearly everyone on the planet. We know that there has been much resistance to this. Myself, personally, I don't consider myself to be anti-vax. But you know what? My immune system's working just fine. And I don't need any shots uh, you know, to boost my immune system. It's not going to boost your immune system. It's going to do the exact opposite. We've seen the clips where Bill Gates admits that uh, injections into the bloodstream, directly into the bloodstream, go around your uh, immune system, right? It doesn't doesn't necessarily help your immune system. So there's a lot of questions into this. I'm no expert. I'm no virologist or vaccine expert. So, but at the same time, you know, 
they are working on uh, developing and engineering mosquitoes to be able to indiscriminately vaccinate and inoculate the general public. So we have that. Um, now we're going to get into a subject that I've, I don't think I've ever covered before. I have mentioned this many times. This is a gigantic confirmation that Mike Adams put out on what I've been saying for years regarding most of the major survival food, long-term storable food companies that are on the market. And in particular, my Patriot Supply, which I believe is probably the worst violator of them all regarding what we're going to be talking about. Storable food fraud taking place nationwide as promoters falsely claim non-GMO status for GMO-derived foods. If you're buying storable food that you think is non-GMO, you've probably been hoodwinked. We've become aware that a large number of storable food manufacturers and affiliates are falsely promoting their food products as non-GMO. Even when they're heavily derived from genetically modified corn, soy, and canola products, which are the three, the trifecta of evil that you should not be putting in your body. GMO-derived corn, soy, and canola. Uh, soy and canola, shouldn't, you shouldn't be putting them in your body at all unless it's a little bit of non-GMO fermented soy like they eat in the Orient. Okay, that's, that's okay. Um, a little bit. But even then, I wouldn't go crazy on it be, because for other factors. But most of the time, what you're getting is just straight soy, GMO soy, which is not fit for human consumption. Canola is horrific i've done studies on all of these things just key in any one of them in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and the gmo corn is just also beyond horrific for you um a good rule of thumb to remember is that if it's not usda organic it's probably gmo and when using any ingredients derived from corn or soy uh, and nearly all the non-organic storable foods being sold right now are non-organic. It's, yeah, I mean, it's very, very hard to find uh, organic. And if you do, you're going to pay through the nose for organic storable foods. Um, these storable foods, like My Patriot Supply, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of other brands, contain GMO derivative ingredients. Now, all you would have to do is check the labels on... Whatever long-term storable food you've got. The bad ingredients are, the GMO-derived ingredients are things like textured vegetable protein, uh, maltodextrin, corn syrup solids, partially hydrogenated soy oil. When you have partially hydrogenated in anything, that means it's one molecule away from being a hard plastic. If it was fully hydrogenated, it would be in the form of a hard plastic. So if you had fully hydrogenated soybean oil, it would be a hard plastic soybean oil in a hard plastic form. Modified cornstarch, or another way they're using it now is modified food starch. Hydrogenated canola oil. I can't even, they're taking substances that are already evil and wicked and making them even worse by hydrogenating them and making them GMO. It's like these foods are designed to kill you. In addition, the vast majority of non-organic storable foods also contain yeast extract, which is a hidden way 
that they hide MSG, monosodium glutamate, the neurotoxin in there. Done teachings on that, just key in MSG. Partially hydrogenated oils that contains trans fatty acids, which will plaque up your liver and plaque up your arteries real good and quick. Pesticides and herbicides that are never labeled because it's grown on non-organic GMO foods and they can just copiously spray pesticides on like um, what they call Roundup Ready foods glyphosate which is um the roundup which is from monsanto monsatano who was bought by bear who is also an extremely wicked evil company but though they could spray pesticides and herbicides on these these um gmo franken foods and um they could spray it right on the plant and it doesn't it doesn't kill the plant because the plant's been genetically modified and engineered to resist the Roundup, the glyphosate, which has a whole other host and list of horrific side effects like cancer and fun stuff like that. So you're getting that too. Also artificial coloring chemicals and then a substance called disodium inositate and disodium glyconate, which are chemicals for butter flavoring. Now, I went to Alex Jones's website because he sells my Patriot Supply, as does good old Dave Hodges and Ricky from Boston and a host of other people in the alternative media, some Christian, some not. And I emailed Dave Hodges about this. I'll, I'll show you his reply in a second. But I went to uh, Alex Jones's site and I, I just, I was able, it's, it's hard to find this information because they kind of hide it. You have to like, scroll over the image and i could only get some to come up and some wouldn't come up because it's very very hard to pin them down on what's actually in this stuff okay you'll notice that's a very big theme they just tell you to buy the food and it's the best around which is what you hear from people like dave and and, and alex jones and ricky and richie from boston these types of people particularly alex shows best best food ever you know best storable food in the, in the world oh really alex really no you're a pathological liar is what you are. Because this is not the best storable food on the planet. 25-year shelf life, that's, that's all about. Yeah, because it's so laden with chemicals that it's like a Twinkie that would have a 100-year shelf life. That's why it has such a long shelf life. Because it's like a bunch of chemicals they put together which are going to preserve it for that long. Now, I just went up for, I, I got black bean soup to come up. Okay, and the the ingredients as listed are, um, you know, I'm looking. Okay, the rice. Okay, and then they've got a whole bunch of synthetic nutrients sprayed into there, which you know I don't like synthetic nutrients or vitamins either. But then you get into the refried beans, uh, and then we get into the into the fun ingredients: modified food starch, which was which was one of the um, ingredients I listed above. Uh, which is basically modified cornstarch. So it's GMO modified cornstarch. What could possibly go wrong? Corn syrup. So corn syrup is, again, what they, what they flavor. The, um, all the high fructose corn syrup is basically that. Okay. And it's a good, good prescription for diabetes. Really good one. You want to burn out the pancreas and that type of thing, and it's GMO corn syrup. Now, they don't say it's GMO, but it is. But if It would have to say non-GMO or organic corn syrup for it not to be. When you don't see any designation, that means it's GMO. Just know that. 
because they've got to go out of the way to claim a non-GMO or organic status. And you better believe if they're going to do that, they're going to list it on the label. Because, you know, that takes a lot more effort and cost to do that. So it's corn syrup, GMO corn syrup solids, corn, GMO corn starch. I'm just putting the GMO in there so you'll know. Hydrolyzed corn, more GMO corn, and GMO soy protein. Soy. So now we get into the soy which wrecks your endocrine system and is also cancer-causing. Um, then we've got disodium anisoate, disodium anisoate and disodium gly, glyconate, which is the... Uh, I, I could Listen, if I had the time, like I did in the next part, I broke down some of the ingredients that are in the hydroxychloroquine tablets, okay? I could do separate separate studies, separate, separate sections on all of these chemicals to show you how bad they are for you. But these are bad. Mike Adams has already done the research. So there's two more. Um, then we have, let's see, well, silicone dioxide. I could do one on that as well. That's bad too. Uh, and again, more silicone dioxide, something called ethoquin. Um, and they hide MSG in a lot of the stuff. Wherever it says spices and like onion powder and these types of things, a lot of times they're hiding G, uh, MSG in there, okay? Because as long as the MSG isn't above like 25% of the whatever ingredient, they can hide it in there. I believe it's 25%. I may be wrong on that, but it's something like that. So that's just one of the products that you would get from My Patriot Supply. Just the black bean soup. Okay. Gotta be real careful with soups because they, you know, they they can they can really put the garbage. Well, not soups, anything processed, anything in a package long term. So the frightening truth is that Americans are stocking up on storable foods right now. Most people are buying processed foods made from GMOs and questionable ingredients that have long been linked to chronic degenerative health problems such as heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. Some promoters lie to consumers with deceptive advertising claiming non-GMO status. Many storable food products are sold under the affiliate arrangements with promoters. That's how they're doing it. Notice I don't do that, nor have I ever. Now, if there was a reputable, like Numana was pretty good. I know they've had, they had an organic line, and I think they were one of the best ones. And it was funny because Dave Hodges used to promote them. Then all of a sudden, Numana was gone, and now it was... Okay, got the best storable food now. Oh, I thought that Numana was the best storable food, Dave. Oh, no, no, it's flavor of the week. Oh, oh, okay, you're getting a better deal. You're getting a little more money or whatever. However, it's worked out there for you. Because what other conclusion can I come to? And now it's all my Patriot Supply. That garbage. The garbage that I just gave you one label of just one of their horrible garbage products. Not fit for human consumption. You know, that's on him. Anyway, um, so many of these storable food products are sold under affiliate arrangements with promoters and we've observed many cases where promoters claim non-GMO status even though the company they represent doesn't offer any certification of non-GMO status whatsoever. Now, I will say I don't see any non-GMO on, on the front of uh, my Patriot Supply. But... They're always billed as the best storable food companies whenever you hear them advertised. You know, it's the best. It's the best. Oh, really? No, it's not the best. It's probably the worst, actually. 
And if you really cared about your listeners, you wouldn't hawk this garbage to them for the sake of you making money. But it's the same dynamic that goes on in the 501c3 church. You know, pastors, you know, don't warn their flocks. They just kind of let things happen. They don't, you know, go along, get along. Many of them are part of the clergy response team. Same dynamic I see in alternative media as well, to a large extent. These people don't actually research what they're really selling their listeners. They're not really researching it at all. All they see is the dollar signs. What conclusion? What other conclusion can I really come to? This, is when, this went on for years. And I've never even really said anything about this up until now. But when Mike Adams came out with this, I had been waiting for a report like this to come out. And it's not like it can be refuted. What he's saying is absolutely 100% true. You can break down and list all the horrific side effects and actually do separate studies on the ingredients on how bad they are for you. And they're all GMO. I mean, that's by itself, that's, that's enough for me. But then when you have corn, canola, and soy, and you're advertising that this is what you want to feed your family, yeah, if you want to kill them. I mean, eventually... Non-GMO is something that's easy for promoters to claim because they know most consumer consumers will never ask for proof of a non-GMO status. And that's why I'm doing this study. And federal regulators aren't aggressively enforcing false non-GMO claims made by the affiliates. If you think about it, the government, why would they really want to do that? It's better for the preppers to get a lot of garbage food because we're targets anyway. So wouldn't it be better if the government just kind of let all that slide about if anybody's making claims about non-GMO status? We want, we want to kill the preppers off anyway. You know, or make them sick at least. Give them a good, good case of cancer. You know, who doesn't like a good case of cancer now and then? Come on. I think we can all agree on that. In effect, the very same companies that buy massive quantities of non-GMO, or, I'm sorry, of GMO corn GMO soy and GMO canola are processing those ingredients into storable foods which are promoted by their affiliates as non-GMO. And it's all a lie. God hates lies. God operates in truth. And we're getting and they're getting away with it. And the reason they keep promoting these low quality Foods is because low-grade foods have high margins and high profitability. Well, what other reason could it be? So promoters deceive their own customers with false claims, but they get paid nicely by the dishonest food manufacturers who look the other way when their own affiliates are openly deceiving their customers with deceptive marketing claims. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? How to know for sure if something is non-GMO. In the United States, the best way to know for sure if something is non-GMO is to buy USDA certified organic storable food products. Now, I understand there's problems with that too. Okay, but it's, in an imperfect world, it's about the best thing you've got. Okay, certified organic always means non-GMO. Um, so that's a way you can know for sure. GMOs are not allowed under organic certification. USDA certified products must display the circular USDA 
organic logo on their product. I, I put the what that logo looks like here. The certification is audited each year by a USDA certified auditor who spot checks a manufacturer's inventory to make sure they aren't cheating on their non-GMO claims. I know this because I've gone through many USDA organic audits of my own food manufacturing facility at healthrangerstore.com. Um, the other way to know for sure is to look for the non-GMO project verified certification, which is a private certification that means non-GMO, but doesn't mean organic. So these foods that are actually listed as non-GMO, but not organic, understand, can still be grown with pesticides and glyphosate from Monsatino as long as they aren't genetically modified. So yes, non-GMO is a notch above GMO, for sure. But organic, you can't use the pesticides and the glyphosate and the herbicides. And that's why I've always said, whenever you can buy organic, try to buy organic, if you can. If you've purchased storable food and you're concerned that it might be GMO because it contains ingredients like maltodextrin, textured vegetable protein, or soy derivatives, you should contact the manufacturer and ask for a non-GMO certification or USDA organic certification. But if it wasn't on the label, they're not gonna they're gonna say, well, it wasn't on the label, we never said it was. If they can't produce the certification, then you don't have non-GMO products and they're almost certainly selling you GMOs and you should demand a refund. Well, that's, if you bought it though and it didn't say non-GMO on the label or any, well, then you got what you paid for. So I don't see how you could really demand a refund. Read the ingredients and prepare and be shocked. I've been telling my listeners for a very, very long time, read the labels. Even going into health food stores, it's an absolute I, I try to go in there and I try to buy some like good, healthy um, bars, like just, you know, meal replacement types of bars. And there are some good ones, but I would say mm, of the bars that are on the shelf at the local health food store I go to, do, 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 I'd say 90, at least 90 to 95% of them are garbage. Almost all of them have like soy in there. And just non-GMO ingredients, or I mean GMO ingredients, because it's not listed as non-GMO. The vast majority of them are total garbage. The only ones that are typically decent are the ones that have an organic label. But even some of them have soy in them. They try to put that soy in everything. They want they want to make sure that they turn men into women, and you know create gigantic amounts of, of what they call xenoestrogens in the body which are not good not good at all for a man or a woman and soy is a great way to do that and then there's all kind of i mean i i just sometimes i'll spend 20 minutes just looking at the bars and just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment because they're garbage most of what is in health food stores is garbage Usually where you're safe is when you buy single ingredients or single things and they're certified like organic or at bare minimum non-GMO. Like if you're going to go out and buy rice or something like that. When you start 
buying things like these where they're pre-prepared meals in a package, you're typically always going to run into problems from my experience. They're going to be loaded with all kind of synthetic garbage, synthetic vitamins, garbage minerals, garbage things like GMO, corn and soy and canola, MSG put in there, all kind of preservatives and things like that and chemicals in there. And they're not fit for human consumption. But understand, this is part of the depopulation plan that Bill Gates was talking about. They're doing this by design on purpose, hoping that you'll never know any of this and read the label and know what you're putting into your body. If you put garbage gas into a car, it's not going to run right. And our bodies are the same way. So the number one thing that consumers need to do is read the ingredient labels before buying storable food products. If the label contains ingredients that are hydrolyzed, autolyzed, or hydrogenated, it's almost certainly highly processed GMO-laden food. Almost without exception, ingredients that come from corn, maltodextrin, corn syrup, citric acid, which is another bad one, are derived from GMO corn. Most of the ascorbic acid on the market that they say is vitamin C is derived from GMO corn. And ascorbic acid is not vitamin C anyway. It's a component of vitamin C in its natural state. But though they isolate it, they take it out, they make it from GMO corn, and then they call it vitamin C. That's like taking a steering wheel off a Cadillac and calling the steering wheel a Cadillac. And even in that case, the steering wheel would be a fake Cadillac steering wheel. It's not. It's a part of the Cadillac, but it's not the Cadillac. The vitamin C is a complex, and it has a lot of things that go along with that. So, um, when you read the ingredient labels, you will absolutely be shocked about what's in most storable food products. Not surprisingly, many storable food companies go to great lengths to hide their ingredient lists, making them difficult to find on their websites. Most of the time... When you go and you try to find what's in these things, like uh, if you go to Dave's or whoever's site where they're advertising this stuff, oh, it's real easy to buy it, and then they'll 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 give you their whole spiel about why you should buy it, but they won't talk about the GMO, they won't talk about organic, they won't talk about all the garbage ingredients in their foods. They'll talk about shelf life and what a great value it is and how many calories you're getting per day, stuff like that. But as far as what is in it. They're typically silent. And sometimes it's literally impossible to find out what's in them. I was, I was surprised I was able to find that on Alex's site. But unless you, unless you hovered your, your, my little mouse over the picture of the black bean soup and then clicked on it, most of them came up with it uh, as they wouldn't come up. But the one I did get to come up actually showed me the ingredient list. And I copied and pasted the picture. And it's here in the, uh, in the PDF for uh, this date of... August 24, 2020, contendingfortruth.com. If you want to, I mean, I read you the label, but I, I just want to let you know the label is, is in this PDF as well. Whatever storable food that you have right now, add to it, um, add to it with certified storable foods that are not GMO. Sadly, this is very difficult to do, given that organic storable food is rather difficult to find. Even my own organic storable food products, known as Ranger Buckets, seem to be perpetually out of stock. Now, the thing is, is with his Ranger Buckets, here's the thing. I've always been of the opinion that if you're going to have long-term storable food, make it food that you want to eat. 
a lot of these like his ranger buckets it's like you know and I'm, I'm exaggerating but it's like you know mung beans and sprouts and things of this nature it's like okay well do you eat that normally and i'm not saying it's not good stuff mike i mean it's good stuff all, all the way but you know a lot of it's like all plant-based so you it's basically like vegan and you know yeah it's certified organic but are you really going to is that a really good long-term solution for actually eating could you just have 72 ranger buckets and you're good to go forever well no you need to have variety and i believe god is a god of variety i mean just look at the the planet earth look at the universe okay and that we're designed to have a variety of foods not to have all our eggs in one basket and if if somebody is like you know they've got they've got the rice and beans and that's their storable foods well have you just ever sat down and ate rice and beans for a month you go you get to a point where you you come up against something called food fatigue and your body will almost start shutting down when you hit that wall it's very important to have variety and diversification and the best way to do that is to buy single products long-term storable single products now uh, granted the window may be gone for this guys to a certain extent now the window's not gone at grocery stores you still go to grocery stores and get stuff and places like big lots a lot of times they'll have organic stuff in there like it's it's like a discount place where i live like they've got discount everything but they've got a food section and a lot of times they've got really good organic foods but again read the labels because they'll put canola they'll put soy in organic stuff too uh, but because there's hardly any public outcry over it, they just keep doing it because people keep buying it thinking they're eating health foods. That's why I'm really big on writing these companies or calling them or whatever. I don't personally have the time to do it anymore, but I would always encourage my listeners to flood these companies that are, that are committing these frauds. And so many of them, them are doing that. Uh, so what I recommend as an alternative is to get some five gallon pails now the best thing to do is if you're going to go this route and you're going to put the food directly into the five gallon pails is to buy food grade five gallon pails you can buy them at lowe's um lowe's like the hardware type of store they're a little more expensive but if you're going to store food in them long term it's better to use that now if you're just going to put like food that's not actually up against the side of of the plastic like like just dumping rice in you're going to want to use food grade if you're going to just dump rice into the pail like clean it and then you can put the rice straight into the pail okay um and then the lid that you know you got to get the lid on there now He's saying you, you get five-gallon pails. I agree, but I would I would get food grade if you could. And then go purchase bulk organic food stables like, well, he's saying Quinona. Have, again, have you ever ate Quinona? So I, I don't, and again, this is like what his ranger buckets are. Like whole wheat, oats, lentils. Okay, do you eat a lot of lentils? Well, I wouldn't do long-term stuff if it's stuff you're not going to eat. Okay. And make sure also you have the salt and the spices to give it flavor. Because if you do not have that, then you're really going to go into food fatigue really quick. 
and to have good oils you can put into the food to give the food some oil content, which will give it more satiety, which is like the satisfying feeling of, of a meal that has a higher fat content. You know, things like uh, olive oil, uh, grapeseed oil, uh, coconut oil, organic when you can afford it, are very good to good oils to have. You can buy long-term storable butter. Some companies do sell that as well. Uh, if you buy anything powdered, though, just you better read the labels because I know that they'll put all kind of garbage when they atop, especially with eggs. You can buy long. I mean, it's almost impossible to find eggs without aluminum in them. It'll it'll say um, sodium silicone aluminate a lot of times in non-dairy creamer and in like if you try to buy eggs that are powdered, even if they're um, well, those are, they're so hard to find anymore. I haven't even looked for a long time. But these are things to think about. But again, when you buy something that's one in, like one thing, like eggs, you can look at the label and say, oh, okay, it has the ingredients I like. I don't see any sodium silicone aluminate in there, which is the way they hide aluminum, which is one of the number one causes of Alzheimer's. They put that in there because they say it's an anti-caking agent, meaning it'll pour nicer. Yes, it'll kill you and give you Alzheimer's, but it'll pour nicer, you know. But that's another ingredient to really look out for, sodium silicone aluminate. Um, so anyway... I'm just, these are just stuff off the top of my head I'm thinking of as, as I'm going through this. So he's saying food stables like quinona, whole wheat, oats, lentils. Now, what you can do with oats and you can do with um, bulk wheat is you, and again, he's going to get into that here, but you're going to have to have some type of grinder to actually grind the oat or the wheats. Now, the oat, it's not as, I mean, if, if they're actually in oat, um, like kernels, yes, you're going to have to have, like, some type of um, grind. They're not that expensive. Now, the ones you buy online that are electric, those can get very expensive. But the thing is, is you have to prepare for a grid-down scenario. I would, I would say if you're going to buy anything to grind wheat berries, which is how you make wheat bread or whatever, or oats, which is how you would make, like, oatmeal, which is really good way to make oatmeal. If you've never had that, I'll actually take oats that are like whole grain, like the, the in the kernel, and grind them with my little grinder, and I just grind them right into the bowl. And then I just add hot water, and it's almost like instant oatmeal. And it's probably the best way you could eat oatmeal. that Because when you grind, when you pierce the, the kernel of the oat berry or the wheat berry, which is what they're called, you're automatically exposing whatever good oils are in that berry to oxygen, okay? And as soon as you start exposing it to oxygen, those oils will start to degrade. And this is why you can get, like, if you actually had real freshly ground whole wheat bread, it's not going to last a long time on the shelf, especially if you don't refrigerate it. Because... If you actually have something like that without preservatives, those oils will go rancid. And it'll start to degenerate and, and the, won't have a long shelf life. But that's how natural foods are. They typically don't have long shelf lives. Okay, so there's, there's a lot of books out there that you could get about, you know, ways to make bread and ways to store wheat. And I don't have all the answers on all this. I'm just giving you some hints. 
you're going in that route, I would actually really research it. You could go up and probably find 14 YouTube videos on, on anything I'm talking about as well. And that's what I would tell you to do because it, before you even email me about a lot of this stuff, just research it on YouTube because you'll probably find way better than anything I have offhand on this because I don't really have files on this type of stuff. I know a little bit, but I don't know everything on this at all. But he's saying buy five-gallon pails, which I agree with. I think they should be food. and I mean, unless you're going to store, like, cans in them or whatever. Food grade would be better. Whole wheat, oats, rice, beans, etc. Start stocking up by the pail. Now, what I do... Now, this may be a moot point right now. But I'm saying that what I've done in the past in order to... Let's say there's potentially parasites on whatever you're putting in there okay there might be little bugs you don't see what in whatever you're using take some food grade diometaceous earth and put a little bit at the bottom of the pan and then kind of sprinkle it through as you're pouring the stuff in and on top that diametaceous earth will, will kill all the parasites but it's not bad for you at all it's good for you you can take it every day orally Okay, I've done whole studies on diametaceous earth. Food grade, though. You do not want to use regular diametaceous earth. That's what they put in pool filters. You don't want that. Buy food grade. It's not expensive. You can buy it in bulk online. Okay? Um, and then what I also do is I put oxygen, uh, those O2 packages, oxygen absorbers, I should say. You can order oxygen absorbers. You put them in like the bottom, the mid, and then the top, and it will absorb all the oxygen. What that will do is extend the life of that food years and years by taking as much oxygen out of there as possible because oxygen will oxidize the food eventually. And even if there's a, only a tiny bit in there, it's not good. You want to try to get as much oxygen out as you can. So Mike doesn't even mention that. I'm going to tell you that's what I would do if I was you. That's what I've done personally. Okay. And then he says, this will give you a tremendous value in terms of total calories, nutrition, nutritional quality. And many of these items like beans and whole wheat, you can store for 10 to 20 years in a cool location. Yeah. Many storable food companies falsely claim 20 to 25 years of shelf life for processed foods that should technically only claim two years of shelf life. Well, I don't know. I mean, with all those preservatives that, that is listed, it's, Probably is good for 25 years. Who knows? Note that brown rice has a shorter shelf life than white rice. So store white rice for a long-term viability. Never store wheat flour. Uh, yeah, never store wheat flour. Why? Because you've already pierced the kernel. You've already exposed the kernel to oxygen. And if you stored wheat flour, the oils in there would go rancid and it's, it's not good for long-term food storage. It's why I tell people if they buy my flax oil or if they buy flax oil, the only safe brand that I know of that you can buy in the health food store that's in a bottle is Barleen's. It's in a black bottle and you buy it in the refrigerated section. Flax oil is the, is the most delicate, volatile oil that I know of. And it's a very important oil, especially now when it's hot. It's very, very good to have more flax oil when it's hot in it helps you deal with the heat better, okay? And I've explained this before in other teachings, but trust me, it, it's really good for that. Super good for your skin. It's good for a lot of just different processes in the body, okay? But flax oil, if you buy flax oil and you expose it to oxygen, let's say you bought Barleen's, you took the cap off, it's going to be rancid in days. 
and a lot of flax oils that are sold are um are uh are of that are of that nature and, and they're rancid and they're rancid right when you when you take them in okay um so you got to be really careful with the oils really any oil in general coconut oil is probably the most hardy as far as exposure to oxygen and stuff like that grapeseed oil is really good um olive oil is a little more delicate fragile you want to keep oils whenever you can in a dark place as well a dark cool place and with as little exposure to oxygen as possible you always want to cap whatever oils you have make sure you don't let any more oxygen in there these are just little tips for you uh never store wheat flour store whole wheat berries because that's what you would eventually grind to make bread or whatever you're trying to make with it and buy a food grinder but i would buy just the manual because yeah you can have both you could have, buy a really nice electric one and if you lost power you you could have your the one that you could manually grind it the less processed the food is the longer it stores without going to without going bad i like to store whole flax seeds for example but i would not try to store flaxseed flour oh yeah you don't want to store flaxseed flour it'll totally be rancid well, because of what I just said. If you wanted certified organic storable food meals, they're incredibly difficult to find these days. Uh, perhaps impossible. You'll need to stock up on organic staples yourself. I found that as long as you have a good seal on the bucket, usually the lid needs to be hammered with a rubber mallet. Yeah, the really heavy-duty lids, yeah, true. Uh, it doesn't need to be nitrogen-packed or vacuum-packed. Now, that's asinine, what he just said. Because I don't care how tight the seal is on... The bucket lid, it's going to do nothing about the oxygen already inside, trapped inside there when you sealed it, Mike. That makes no sense, dude. I'm sorry, but it makes no sense at all. Yeah, a good seal is going to prevent more oxygen from getting in there, but it's going to do nothing about the oxygen already in the bucket. And that's why you use O2 absorbers, oxygen absorbers. And then you, you do the food-grade diametaceous earth to, to kill any potential parasites. And what you could do is if there's diametaceous earth on like let's say the wheat berries when you take them out which there will be there'll be the dust of it well you could probably just take it out and put the wheat berries in a strainer and then just run some water over them and then just let that dry and then grind them or whatever okay but a little bit of diametaceous earth you're probably not even going to taste i mean it's it doesn't have a lot of taste to it i mean if it's just a light dusting you might not even want to mess with it is what i'm saying it's actually good for you too the um anyway so i wanted to i wanted to make that point in there because i do not agree with just pounding the lid on there and saying okay we're good well okay but there's still oxygen in there uh be sure to fill each bucket to the very top in order to displace as much air as possible that is true you, you do want to do that but it's not going to replace the need for oxygen oxygen absorbers um now if you were if you knew you were going to consume that food in the next year you don't need to use oxygen absorbers but i'm saying if you're unsure well then i go ahead and do it going further and this doesn't even get into the false claims of meal definitions where some companies claim a meal that is 250 calories which means they're giving you a starvation diet as part of the so-called one-year supply of this product one year for a rat maybe but not a human meaning they're they're that's another way they scam people is they say oh there's you know 500 meals in this whatever well yeah they're 500 250 calorie meals which is start which is below starvation level 
tried to eat that. So that's something to think about. Sadly, a lot of Strobel food being promoted today, even among patriots um, and conservatives, would barely qualify as prison food. Yeah, it's true. It's such low quality that any person with even a basic knowledge of nutrition would avoid such products. Over the years, I've witnessed firsthand popular Patriot broadcasters blasting GMOs, Monsanto, and Bear, the company Bear, followed by a commercial break that then promotes storable food products made from ingredients from derived, derived from GMO, Monsanto, and Bear. <laughs> it's such hypocrisy. Okay. And it's evil. To me, it's evil because they trust you. Your listeners trust you and you're telling them this is the best storable food around. You've done no research on it. You're just, you're just making a really good profit margin. You, you've, if, you've, if you've done any kind of honest research, you wouldn't be hawking this garbage to your listeners. I actually care about my listeners and I know I'm going to stand before God to give an account of what I did in this ministry. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to be, uh, that I'm looking forward to that. That reckoning I'm going to have with God. Because we're all going to have it. Okay. But if I was doing this, I could not sleep at night. I could not come up here and tell all my listeners, it's the best storable food around. It's got a 25 year shelf life. You know, all this other stuff. Order now. We're not backlogged anymore. And, and, and we're knowing that you're literally ordering total garbage for you and your family, I'm going to have to stand before God and give an account about that. And I'm not going to like what God tells me about that or what my punishment may be. Maybe I'll suffer the punishment in this lifetime or maybe it'll be at the judgment seat of Christ or maybe both. But I'm not going to do that ever to my listeners not happening no way i would rather die than do that i mean that i i'm i'm serious dead serious no pun intended about that i would rather die than try to lead my listeners down the wrong or a dark or a false path that doesn't mean that i'm perfect or that i've never made mistakes or whatever but i, I don't understand these people can live with themselves he goes on to say, it's truly insane. Some of the very same people who warn about globalism and depopulation agendas are themselves selling food products that enrich globalist anti-human corporations like Bayer, Monsanto, which is, and then Bayer, which is an offshoot of IG Farben, which was part of the Nazi Holocaust regime. Yeah, they're the ones that made the, the nerve gas at Auschwitz and the other places that they used to kill off all the Jews. Bear was part of that. But see, IG Farben split into three different companies after World War II, and Bear was one of them. And now Bear's bought Monsatino. You're dealing with generational Nazis that are trying to kill off humanity in general. The final solution. They earn a lot of profits of promoting these toxic products that enrich evil globalist corporations. With a lot of people, it seems, as long as they're getting rich, it doesn't matter about what they're promoting. Oh my. Yep. Pretty much. Learn more secrets about survival in my free nine-hour downloadable audiobook called 
Global Reset Survival Guide. I've mentioned this before, and I, I give you a link here. Okay. Now, I need to try to get this last part in. I'm, I'm really, I'm getting over on time here, but I want to have these two together. Warning, the big boy on the block and the one the majority of people in alternative media are promoting for survival food, My Patriot Supply, is GMO goodness. Now, we've already got into this already, but I'm going to give you some more, and, and I'm going to read you some direct reviews from customers that I found online. Now, these aren't the customers that you're going to go to like Alex Jones and read the customer reviews, okay? No, these are actually independent ones separate from anybody promoting it, which are the honest ones, okay? My pra- uh, This is from a lady named Pamela Ray, and it's entitled, My Patriot Supply Lies About Certain Ingredients. Beware. This was, this was po- posted on January 28th of this year. My roommate recently ordered some emergency supplies from my Patriot Supply. She wanted to be ready for emergencies. I said, great, but first let me check the ingredient list. I am a professional healthcare provider and research and in researching nutritionist as well. Sounds like she has a very similar background to myself. Honestly, I was deeply disturbed when I read the ingredients. As was I, Pamela. As was I. Because I've known about this for years and I have mentioned this, but I didn't have all the ammo to bring to you until now. Anyway, she said, I was deeply disturbed when I read the ingredients listed on the products. While my Patriot Supply clearly states that there's no MSG added, which is a total lie, I discovered this to be very deceitful and misleading advertising. The ingredients listed in this one meal, just the one meal she looked at, hydrolyzed soy or corn protein, as a nutrition, as all nutritionists know, well, probably not all, but as all nutritionists know this is just a cover for msg now i read you that anything that has hydrolysized in fact i forgot that till now is just a cover for msg but not only that it's not just msg monosodium glutamate which is a neurotoxin it's it's hydrolysized soy it's and let's take it further it's hydrolysized gmo soy (laughs) and hydrolysized gmo corn so it's like the trifecta of evil in just one ingredient. Furthermore, all corn, corn or soy, unless specifically stated that it is organic or, or at least non-GMO, is highly contaminated with pesticides and typically always GMO. Corn syrup is extremely unhealthy, as well as other dubious ingredients with long chemically sounding names. I read you some of them. If my Patriot Supply is being deceitful, oh, my Patriot Patriot Supply is being deceitful, actually lying to their customers about no MSG in their products, when in fact, hydrolyzed corn or soy soy protein is MSG. But see, how they get away with it again is that if the MSG content of the hydrolyzed frankenfood corn or soy is like, I think, less than 25% or something like that, MSG, they don't have to list it on the label. That's how they get around it. It's evil. It's deceit and it's lies. Okay, and this is just one thing she's talking about here with the MSG, really. I'm adding the other things and how bad soy, the GMO soy and corn are and all the other stuff. Uh, and it's used as a flavor enhancer. How can my Patriot Supply be trusted with the rest of their information they publish about their products or ingredients? If they're lying about this thing, how can they be trusted? They can't. They're devils. As I read 
reviews online, I am discovering some other customers have the same kind of problems with deceitful and misleading advertising also in food quality. Now, I reposted the label to the black bean soup here. So you could look at that again to verify that this is, she's not lying. Okay. Um, just one of my Patriot Supplies products providing this information have advised my misled friend to quickly cancel her order and purchase um and purchase uh survival food supplies from a more honest and trustworthy company that conceals nothing from their customers pamela rs now i sent this to old davy boy dave hodges i sent the the part that pamela wrote and i sent mike adams thing and i i i said to him uh dave you need to you know basically <laughs> look at this man <laughs> what do you think about this dave all the stuff, okay, that I'm bringing to you. You know what he said to me? I'm reading it. I just got it this morning. Here's what he sent back to me. Bunch of crap. That's what he said. Because Dave knows everything. And because Dave has looked into this, obviously, very thoroughly. Because Dave evidently thinks he's God or something. And cannot be corrected at all. What other conclusion can I come to? Bunch of crap? And then he says, tell Mike I said hello. Mike Adams, who wrote the article. Because he's interviewed Mike on umpteen occasions. I'm surprised Dave even responded back to me. Because normally he doesn't. I send him all kind of stuff on Trump and stuff. He just ignores it. Doesn't matter. You know, I mean, you listen to any of his shows and it's like half of it's advertising for whatever he's hawking this week. Like I said, he used to sell a decent long-term food, Numana. They're they're good. They've got some good. Now, I don't know about all their, but I know they've got an organic line that's really good. And I think even their other line's pretty good. And when he was selling them, they were the best ones. And I was like, well, that's, that's I mean, I looked at that brand. And I mean, unless they've changed things, which sometimes that does happen, they were, they were good. I was impressed overall. My Patriot Supply, I've always said they're garbage. They've been garbage from day one. They haven't changed nothing. This food is not fit for human consumption. It's not fit. It's prison food, like he said. And long term, I only, only God knows what it'll do to you. So he said to me, bunch of crap. Tell Mike I said hello. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Dave. That's a typical, that's what I expect from the typical person in alternative media that's really, really concerned about their listeners. You know, go Dave. Good for you, man. Good for you. I'm, I'm so proud of you, Dave. I've never been more proud of you my whole life. Well, what I said back to him is refute it then, Dave. Check the labels like I have on my Patriot Supply. This is so easy to verify. See below for just one of these my Patriot Supply products you are selling. In this case, it is black bean soup. I posted the label. Now, I probably won't get a response back from this. Well, I, I tell you what, let me just check my email now. Let me see if you responded back to me. Because I, I, I want to be above board here as possible. Waiting for my emails to come in. No. No, I don't expect to hear back from him. I mean, it's very, very hard to get any kind of response from him anyway. 
but no, he he didn't. Now I'm not saying he won't, but I I doubt he will. I'm I'm telling you, based on previous experience, that's very very low likelihood. He obviously, you know, I love how three words that he said to me refuted everything that I just presented to you. That's all easily verifiable and right off their own labels bunch of crap brilliant dave you knocked it out of the park it was like bottom of the ninth come to the plate bases loaded and you hit a grand slam what can i what can i say to refute that unbelievable rebuttal you just gave me that was obviously biblically based as well I've just had it up to my eyeballs with this type of behavior. And this is why I'm, I'm, I'm a lone wolf or whatever you want to call me. I'm not a wolf, but whatever. The expression. Because I just refuse to yoke up with this. I, I refuse. I will not yoke up with these types of people. There's no way. Doesn't mean I'm better. I just won't do it. So this was black bean soup. And I, I said, then I said, many of the bad ingredients Mike Adams talks about are clearly listed on this label of this food that you are selling. And it's just one food, just one. This is common across the board. Maybe not every single product that my Patriot Supply sells, but the vast majority. You interview Mike Adams all the time. And what he said in the report below are facts. And you're selling this garbage to your listeners. Then I gave him the Bible verses. Not like it's going to prick his conscience or anything. Or affect him in any way, shape, or form. Because I've given him many, many Bible verses. About various things that I've sent him. But the Bible verses I gave him today were Proverbs 18, 13. Which says, he that answereth a matter before he heareth it, which obviously he's done by his bunch of crap comment. He that answereth a matter before he heareth it, it is a folly and a shame unto him. And then Proverbs 25 verse 2, which says, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. Neither of which he's doing, neither of these Bible verses. So I'm trying to convict him if that's possible. I'm trying. But it's probably a fruitless endeavor. Now, I'm getting way over on time here. I'm just going to try to blow through some of these other reviews that I've read online. Guy from named William Wallace, December 9th, 2019. This is a, all of this about my Patriot Supply. He said, I tried three pouches of their granola packaged in 2013 just as a test and it was awful very metallic tasting in all three bags i had to toss it it makes me wonder what the rest of their food tastes like made us sick another lady trisha uh from florida this was on august 8 2020 and she said overall experience testing our stroganoff gave us all diarrhea I felt so sick, not going to purchase again. Opening the case, you can smell some of the food is supposed to be sealed, which tells me it's not sealed, meaning the seals have been breached. Bottom line, no, I would not recommend this to a friend. Another lady, Sue H. from March 12th, 2019. 
verified reviewer. These are all verified reviewers for this particular website. And, uh, or at least the last two were. Anyway, um, she says, I ordered a four-week supply, which was billed at 50% off, meaning it was they were running one of their scam specials. I had my daughter test the food. One item made her sick and the other gave her diarrhea. Then most of the complaints are on how low the integrity of the company is and on, on how they had ordered food they didn't get it or whatever and then my patron supply came back and, and tried to remedy those things now whether they actually remedied them or not i don't know but they they're not going to remedy any of the stuff about the non-gmo stuff and all the garbage in the products they'll only address things like oh we'll, we'll we'll make sure you get it shipped or whatever even though that probably would not have happened unless they complained vehemently online is the way it looked to me. So this company just looks horrible. Okay? The, 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 she she ended it by saying this is not a good company. I'm only giving you the reviews about the food on all the garbage and how it made people feel. I'm not giving you all the other negative reviews. I give you the links though if you want to look at two different uh, websites that do verified reviews from customers. Okay? If you want to see all the reviews and they're bad um i mean some of them are good some of oh i got the food on time and whatever okay great wonderful you got a whole bunch of garbage food that you have no clue what you're actually putting in your body and glad you got it but it's horrible for you anyway another guy tony d i have been purchasing items from my patriot supply and just putting them aside i tried i decided to try a package of their butter and it was so horrible that it took hours to get the horrible taste out of my mouth remember those two ingredients that i told you before that was in the black bean soup is also in the butter that's probably the horrible taste then i opened a number 10 can of the butter powder and it was horrible then i decided to try a packet of the coffee creamer which i've been buying a lot and it was horrible these items are not edible so i leave a bad review on the butter and they and it never gets posted but they're lying with all the good reviews because they never post the truth i am that's why he had to go to a separate site to get the word out okay i am afraid to try all the instant coffee i bought from them and i will never buy from my patriot supply again next review lauren h from alabama october 28 2018 she says i got my order in today i only got a four week supply to test it out i'm extremely disappointed with the food it's mostly rice and uncooked noodles and the only a couple of things are freeze dry like carrots and celery that's pretty much it everything else you can buy from the store and package yourself in mylar bags for a fraction of the price which again when you run into the five gallon bucket stuff that we were talking about that's kind of what we're looking at here now granted if, if you're going to go with the dehydration route and that type of stuff it's going to take more work but it's probably the most viable best way to go at this point unless you're just willing to pay astronomical prices for the food remember guys we're almost out of time most likely so i'm just telling you this you do with this information as, as you feel convicted um she says the product is packaged and promoted very well so don't let the pictures fool you everything takes up to 25 minutes to cook and with true freeze-dried food, all you need to do is pour some hot water in the Mylar bag, and in a few minutes, you have a ready meal. This is not freeze-dried food. I would not recommend this to a friend. Now, tons more reviews at the links listed below. Now, I'm going to go ahead and end part four there, and we're going to go to actually part five, and hopefully, I'm going to get through this, maybe. Oh, boy, probably not.
I'm going to try to get through this in the next study, um, and we will go from there. So God bless you, and we will see you in part five.